What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thunder, 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 Thundercats, ho! All Radical Ones, it's another Thundercats recap slash review here on the Radical Retro Rewind podcast. As always, it is Ryan Hunter along with my brother in arms, David. Meow. Snarf. <laughs> Every kiss begins with K. Just remember that for, for Chitara. I want to thank the Thundercats Wikipedia for the summary that we will be using. David, let's just get into it because holy crap, this is all that glitters. Season 1, episode 17, October 1st, 1985. Here we go. We're getting close to your, your birthday, David. I don't count those anymore. <laughs> not, not until like I get the to the rings of a tree on a treetop kingdom. Not until I get to the geyser of youth. <laughs> we going for the geyser, believe me. Deep in the basement of Cat's lair, Panthro and Tigra are busy extracting Thundrillium. This, they're actually refining. Are they refining the stuff from Hook Mountain? Or are they? No, an yes, ad, meteorite. Actually, yeah, the meteorite that. They, it actually says that their source happens to be the meteor that crashed on Hook Mountain. Continuity. I love it. And after facing significant struggles brought home by Lion-O, the smelting of the meteor helps to remove all the impurities that have gotten mixed into it when it crash landed. The most abundant one being gold. Ugh. How dare it get He's like, he's like, look at this stuff. It's soft. See, Tigra? This gold stuff is soft. Pulls apart too easily. Has a low melting point. Won't react with other metals or chemicals. It's just junk. Come on. Time to pour that pure thundrillium. 
due to gold being extremely brittle and having a low melting point, Panthro considers it to be junk and happily disposes of it in the bottomless chamber. Chitara, on the other hand, falls in love with its glittering appearance, even forging a simple necklace out of a nugget of gold. Junk? Why, it's beautiful. And see how it glitters. I love it. All of it. She's like, I love it. I love it. I'll take it all. <laughs> Look how it glitters. <laughs> Lynn Lipton, thank you for delivering these lines. She really, she sold Chitara's love. He's, she's like, don't get rid of it. I love it. I love it all. I want it all. <laughs> no, I hate that it's going to be a little cliche that I guess they, they chose Chitara to be the one that's kind of like, ooh, over this. But Tiger has a drug problem. Leave Tiger alone. Can you give him? You have to give him that too. Oh no! I... No, I mean Ch Chitara is the one that seems to be oogling this, right? They kind of like make it the female character that's kind of with gold. But then again, she's very gold in her hair or whatever she you want to say. Why not? And she literally picks it up there, right? She forges. It's like soap, like Play-Doh. She forges herself like a necklace and it fastens to her neck. It just gets hard all of a sudden. In the meantime, Lion-O and Snarf are scouting. It takes them to the caves of the trolls and the giants. Just another location here on Third Earth. And you can tell which is which because there's huge openings for the giants and small openings for the trolls. Snarf figured that one out, right? After witnessing a giant from close range, the duo are startled by the sudden appearance of a troll atop a giant grass hopper. Lionel immediately takes a liking to the short statued fella and calls himself Gregory Gregorin. And Lionel says, I like you, Gregory Gregorin. What brings you and your little friend to our land? <laughs> little? I'm twice your size, short legs. True, true. But I've always felt that one's legs were long enough if they reached the ground. <laughs> I like you, Gregory Gregian. I am Lionel, Lord of the Thundercats, and this is my loyal companion, Snarf. I'm John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. That's what I thought. His name is my name, too. So it's this little bearded little fellow, and he is on a giant grasshopper. He kind of reminds me a little bit of just a tiny bit of the thing from the never-ending story that run rides on a snail. Just a little bit, like that whole, like... Riding oh, I a, could see that. Not that he looks like him, but just that he rides like a little, I don't know. His name is my name too. Mm. Lionel likes his sense of humor. However, the conversation starts to turn grim when the troll reveals that he is compelled to ride through the midnight woods with valuable goods where he fears he might be attacked by the shadow robber. Sworn to protect all good beings on Third Earth, Lionel and Snarf accompany the troll on his prevalous journey. Prevalous? Perilous. Perilous journey. Prevalous. I don't even know what that is. So the one thing I want to point out about this is that Lionel was all too eager. I think he was a little bored. Not that they're oh, not you about think that's what people, it is? But I think he was a little too, all too eager just to, like, he assumed that this person was on the up and up. You know, that little troll could have been stealing gold from... The, the 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 giants he doesn't know that he's like all too ready he she, he's he likes a bleeding heart story you know yes that's all it takes which I, I guess in one way though is it great for his character so snarf soon learns how midnight woods got its name when he and Lionel and the troll and 
enter the pitch black forest. With near zero visibility, the party of three cautiously treads along when a shadow figure attacks Lion-O. The Thundercat fights back, drawing the Sword of Omens, but with one strike from his assailant's whip, snaps the blade in two. The light from the sparks being emitted by the broken blade reveal that the shadow robber is actually Tigra, strung out on drugs again. <laughs> he's a crackhead. He thinks he's a leprechaun. Someone told him to go up and remember that? Someone told him to go up in that tree. You're a leprechaun. Go up in that tree. He's a crackhead. To me, it look like a leprechaun to me. I gotta do look up in the tree. Who else in the leprechaun say yeah? Others find it hard to believe and have come up with their own theories and explanations for the image. Could be a crackhead that got hold to the wrong stuff. And it told me to get up in a tree and play a leprechaun. You remember? Do you remember that newscast? She's like, there's a crackhead up in the tree. Of said he was course. a leprechaun. We all here for the leprechaun. Who's seeing the leprechaun? It's actually Tigra who is shocked to see that he just attacked Lion-O. Suddenly, the troll changes into Mumra, crackling loudly. Oh my god, David. That transformation scene when it's the Gregory Gregorman turns into Mumra. His little head and he's got all these bandages flying and he's doing his Mumra. Ah! I tricked you. I think Mumra gets the biggest kick out of pretending to be other people and be like, I got you. I got you with Gregory Gregorman today. I was in drag again and you didn't know it. <laughs> Poor Mumra. I feel you bad. You thought I was a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Mumbra flies away from the woods after his work is done. He's like, oh my god! He's like, he's like Maleficent. After sixteen years, I can finally rest. I got you. Your sword is broken. I got you. Which I got I you. Say, I want to say for those Shira fans, it's like the sword, the stone, and the sword breaking. But that wasn't done because of any. No, act. that was that done was because the, of the doom. The doom. The doom cool. balloon. Doom, Doom balloon, Hordak. Yes. When he says this, we'll curl your hair for you, and Zap gets hit lightning, basically. Sustained lightning. So it doesn't take long for Lionel and Tiger to figure out that they were deceived by the evil mummy into attacking each other. Thankfully, they realize in that spot. I'm hoping it's when Mumra said, Ha! Their concerns immediately focus on the broken Sword of Omens. Lion-O tries to order the sword to display its powers, but to no avail. But the sword, it's broken in two. The sword's powers, Lion-O! See if they are alright! Sword of Omens, give me sight beyond sight! The crossbars do not curl! The Eye of Thundera! It does not open. Holy shit. Jaga materializes, David. This is the episode of drama. We always said that the warrior maidens are dramatic. Everyone in this episode is on top of their game. I've never heard Jaga talk like this ever before. He materializes and reveals to Lionel that by using the sword to attack another Thundercat, he has... <laughs> God help me. He has put the curse of the Balthazar. It looks like Balthazar. <laughs> causing the sword to break. I also called this the curse of... Balthazar? The Bartman? I swear it sounds like Mumbra says to Sly that one part. The curse of the Bartman! Balthazar! Balthazine! Balthazine! 
causing the sword to break. When Lionel asks if the sword can be repaired, Jaga re replies that it can be done, but only in one place. The core of a nearby volcano in which a dwarf star had plummeted into its... <laughs> Oh, it's the place that only has enough heat for the sword to be reforged in. And seeing as no one alive would be able to survive the heat from a star fire, Jaga deduces that the sword's powers are lost for good because of you, Lionel, you. Yes, Lionel, gone forever because of you. Jaga, but, but... I don't understand. You have brought down the curse of Balthas by doing the one thing that robs the sacred blade of its powers. You used it to attack a fellow Thundercat. But I didn't know it was Tigra. It was all a trick by Mumra. You acted hastily, Lionel. You struck out of anger before you knew what you were striking at. You're right, Jaga. I should have been sure before I acted. But cannot a broken blade be reforged? Yes, in only one way. The great volcano near here, a dwarf star fell into its heart long ago. Only in that terrible heat, only in starfire, can the sword be reforged. But no living being can withstand such heat. Thus the sword's power is forever lost. No! Wait! Because of you, I never stray too far from the sidewalk. <laughs> he's like, but I didn't know. I didn't know it was Tigra. And he's like, I don't care. No. You just, you just jumped into this blindly, so now you have to suffer. But do you think that's a little harsh? Yeah. I mean, you did start off earlier saying that Lionel is rushing into this possibly because he's bored. Yes, he wants to help people. But I'm sorry, he did not know that was Tigra. He didn't even know about the curse of the Balthazine because none of us did. Did you know that this sword had a curse and it was called the curse of the Balth Bartman? Balth did. Karen did. Oh well. Kara. That's amazing. That is amazing because let me tell you, it doesn't say it in this part, but we're going to fill you in. We cut back to Mumra. He is living his best life. He literally says, dear Slive. He's happy. Dear Slive. He is thrilled. He's like, I've done it. They're going to be like now upset. He's like, they're upset. <laughs> they're going to, I that ruined their day. Happy. That makes me happy. He's like, <laughs> They're fine by the HOA, finally. <laughs> <laughs> this is the end of all his worries. They will be removing that cat's lair. It is blocking the, my view of the daisies <laughs> on Death Mountain. Right behind and we know that they, they are keeping their Wi-Fi up for Mumra. He needs his channels. He's still. like, don't kill them all. Leave the one that does the electronics. Can Panthro replace my cable box? So he knows about the curse of the Bart. I swear I wrote Bartman. Not because I thought that that's what Mumra, it was called. How do you know about this curse? It's in my old it reader's like that, It's in my old reader's digest copy. From because using the curse of the bear. 
within an old reader's digest. Along with how to lose 10 pounds in two weeks. <laughs> how do you think I keep my figures alive? Dears, yeah, so he says, dear slime. Not this time, dear slime. For I have brought upon them the curse of Barthas. <laughs> he knows about the curse. He's done it. That's it. Mumra is so happy. So again, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to sh that Shira episode. So Shira has to go into the cave of the first ones, which Cowell says to her is like walking into an oven. You won't survive it. That's when Adora's really nasty that whole episode, remember? Well, because she's like, go F yourself. I have to she do had to lean to the side. They were not similar writers, right? It was just as I just happened to be. We know that foraging and blowing glass and stuff requires heat, so that's not a far fetch to say it has to be forged in heat, you know, like the no, sword right. and whatever, but. And they make it more special in the sense that these swords are so magical that it has to be the most extreme fire that you can think of. The first one's fire in Shira, or a star that fell down to third earth in a volcano so not only is third earth deadly to begin with now there's dwarf stars crashing <laughs> onto this and lord have mercy i would be thinking of a spaceship to make a spaceship to leave this place anyway yeah, they build a ship that's true oh but the, where are they gonna go there's no thundera but where was the original place they were gonna go what were they planning that's to do what it was where is that place but i guess they don't have the capsules anymore to sleep tiger's like i won't make another one i won't make another uh, they should just take a couple of gallon jugs from the fountain of uh youth <laughs> No, Will is guarding that. That's not allowed to be used! You can dangle your little toe, but not It'll the whole foot. make you weaker! Not the whole foot. Just a toe. Look, but do not touch. Touch, but do not eat. Eat, but do not taste. Ooh, that's a hard one to do. So utterly shocked at the thought of the Sword of Omens being lost forever, Lionel sprints towards the volcano, Tigra and Snarf in tow. This is when, <laughs> this is when Tigra says, He's gone mad! No! Wait! He's lost his senses! After him, Snarf! Because <laughs> Lionel kind of just screams and runs off. Like, he's, he's like, running towards the volcano with the sword. This is terrible. Tiger's like, just come back to my room. I have the four winds set up. <laughs> I got this. I got this all taken care of. I had the best stretch of my life, Lionel. <laughs> so obsessed is Lionel, wanting to repair the sword, that he ignores both Tigra and Snarf's pleas to stop. Knowing that he might never return, he appoints Tigra to take his place as Lord of the Thundercats and bids Snarf farewell <laughs> before rushing off to the top of the volcano. David, did you think that was a smart move? I feel like Tigra probably would be the next in command. He knows everything. I think Tiger should be the Lord of the Thundercats only because it would be between him and I don't know if it would be loud, but like Chitara. But because Ty to me, Panthro is very strong, but he's also very, he's very, he what's the word? No, he's very, he's very much about his electronics and stuff. That's his forte. That's what he wants to do. Yeah. Tigra is the architect and he's like much more about like And a historian, isn't he the Thundercats yeah, historian? So he's more about the overall he's the Giles. 
Chitara would be a great. Apparently, has needs some gold. She's she's got a gold issue. (laughs) If only her and the in the treetop maidens got together. Oh my god! They could do Pavarazzi. What is it called? Pavarazzi gold, where the five dollars. These necklaces are five dollars. These earrings are five dollars. I was thinking they could do local thing, like they bring the burbles over for like Tupperware parties, but they start selling gold that the Chitara is. These gold. These Thundercat earrings. (laughs) The pendants. Oh my god. Five candy fruit. Five candy fruit, everybody. Only five candy fruit. That sounds like a bargain. <laughs> All the warrior maidens are wearing Thundercats. Three, three arrows. Ears. Three arrows, Willa. Three arrows <laughs> for this necklace with sleep gas. How about Bushy? <laughs> Would you like some Bushy? <laughs> so... Oh my god, I don't even know where we are. Okay, Tigra and Snarf try their best to stop him, but are thwarted by the harsh terrain of the volcano. So they speed back to the lair to bring back the others. Where's the so communicator? Can you just use a damn communicator? We know that Panthro's given this to them. It's in his bolo whip. It's in the, the thunder tank. Snarf may have it in a mysterious backpack that's hidden under his fur with his Jaga coins. Whatever. Honestly, I think it's because everyone was so dramatic this episode. Snarf and Tiger just wanted to tell them in person. You don't know what's going on. Lionel is running up a volcano He's gone right mad. Now. He's gone mad. The sword is broken. Within a short while, the Thundercats arrive at the volcano in the Thunder Tank. They also have with them Robear Bill. Thank God, our friend Robear Bill just well, happened where did they to be there. Oh, oh, okay. Chitara, Chitara was showing off her selling goods. her gold. <laughs> Chitara was at the Burble Village doing her her jewelry parties, and Robert Bill tells them about the Inflamer, a <laughs> being who lives within the volcano, who is immune to its scalching heat. Hoping that the Inflamer will reforge the Sword of Omens, the Thundercats and the Burbles enter the cave, which is located at the side of the volcano. <laughs> Thank God! So, their hopes are shattered when they find... When they find the Inflamer... Is no longer flaming. Incapacitated and shivering. He's in a bathrobe, basically, on a little stone chair. And Robert Bill says, Inflamer, is that you? (laughs) Like, you're not as flaming as you usually are. (laughs) I become white. Let fire become star bright. Let the Inflamer come forth. Nothing. You sure this is where the Inflamer lives, Rober Bill? I am certain, Inflamer. Is that you? What's left of me? Mutants attacked me. I drove them off, drained all my fire. And he's like, yes, those no mutants. are looking like Elton John, Inflamer. <laughs> Inflamer, is that you? And he's kind of just like, Mm. yes, it's me. Those mutants got to me, Samantha. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Honestly, I think if anyone can get away with these Inflamer jokes, it's us. I'm a bit Inflamer myself. I always have been. So the Inflamer 
is not what he's not what the old gray mare she ain't what she used to be ain't what she used to be so you basically find out i don't know if it's out of context you find out the the mutants and mumra were in cahoots to get rid of the inflamer knowing he was the only one that could reforge the sort of omens without getting skulls the inflamer is evil i don't get that see the inflamer looks like this whiny thing yeah, he looks like, and why would Robert Bell Bill know him as, like, a person that he's just like, oh, Inflamer, is that you? That means, like, they know of him, right? Like, they're like, oh, it's been so long. You look so good. <laughs> like, how does... Mumra gave me the Johnson & Johnson vaccine <laughs> and got his eyes up. I'm sorry, Inflamer. <laughs> Told me he was from CVS. <laughs> Mumra disguised himself as a nurse. <laughs> he, he was a me. treetop nurse. He was a, one of the, the warrior maiden nurses. Okay. So he sees the gold on Chitara's neck. It's like, oh, gold. Oh. I've become very concerned, and that's why I buy gold every chance I get. I protect my retirement by buying gold. And she's like, oh, this? Yeah, let's she's not like, this forget. Whole thing, this whole thing. 1099. 1099 for you today. <laughs> Again, everyone is so dramatic in this episode. Chitara's holding her gold necklace because she just wants to know that it's there and her <laughs> head at the same time. And she's like, oh, God, lying. No, this can't be happening. Like, he's going to die. He's going to die. But her, no, she's got to hold that gold, though. She's like, at least I got this. There's a poem that... <laughs> The starlight, oh, yes, so, star bright, first star I see tonight poem that the Burbles called the Inflamer with. Which makes me think that the Burbles had a relationship with the Inflamer. The sickly Inflamer then notices Chitara's gold necklace, revealing that gold can restore him to his strength. She's like, oh no, this one's mine. You go down to the chasm and get your own gold. Bye, Lino. Doesn't Robert Bill say that, of course, the Inflamer... <laughs> needs to be bathed in gold <laughs> he needs to be bathed, bathed in, in gold. gold do you remember delilah does anyone remember poor delilah on the radio the she was a, she used to do a nightly right yeah you're listening to delilah a nightly was it connecticut but we got it in new york a nightly show love line love line. yeah and she would uh, all her songs were about love and i remember this thing that he <laughs> that she said about because she was so dramatic you want to hear about dramatic 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 i love her i love you delilah but anyway go ahead tell him about it well she would do these things where callers would come in and with stories of about know, their romance or triumph or love or you know my you know my poor husband had colon cancer but he survived it and now we're remarried again for the second time and i'm pregnant and she'd have these beautiful stories of triumph and romance and love which was so nice because it was very do uplifting. you remember That's that dramatic. i mean this is so off topic. Do you remember though, like someone would call and be like, I'm dying, and then she would play, like they let her pick the song and I it would hope be you like dance like yeah, from Leah like the Mac or like live like you were dying from uh from God, what's the country sing God? Yeah. yeah, live like you were dying. She yeah. would pick the worst choices in song. I think she means well because she's a wonderful she had all these adopted children. Anyway, she was telling this story one day about someone's wedding, and she's like, think back. Close your eyes. Were you draped in gold? <laughs> yes, so we were all draped in gold. The inflamer needs to be draped in gold to get his flame back on. And someone can drape me in some gold too. I'll take some gold bullion some nuggets panthro and chitara return to the cat's lair because wait, wait, wait. why david why because chitara 
has a secret stash of gold. She kept <laughs> all of it. When they were gonna, du- they dumped, because they said we dumped it into the chasm. She goes, not all of it. If we had enough gold, we could save Lionel and the sword. But we do have enough. I saved some. It's in a storage room at Catslayer. There may still be time to get it. Come on, Chitara. Hoarding can range from mild cases of clutter to life-threatening chaos. And doctors are still debating whether it should be officially categorized as an obsessive-compulsive disorder. She has a storage unit at Cat's Lair. <laughs> she's, she's renting a storage unit at Castle Plunder. <laughs> no, here's the key. It's number 723. It's over in the corner. It's oh climate control. It's only $73 a month. It's a 10 by 10 storage unit that I have the gold in. You didn't know I, I, I had that out on the lawn by the bridge? <laughs> so, so Chitara, unbeknownst to everybody, is so enthralled with the gold, she keeps it. I love it. All of it. This was her side mission, evidently. She gathered all this shit before they even dumped it, or, and she was like bringing it to the storage unit. I mean, I guess she could do it within a, a second. She They're like, what the breeze? Oh, that was Chitara running back and forth taking gold. Thank God, though. Thank God Chitara was so enamored that she had a storage unit filled with gold. It's better than the storage unit that we would have came up with. Yeah. So they returned to Cat's Lair and then shortly returned with the gold that was preserved by Chitara. Dumping all of it into a hole in the ground, Panthro melts it by heating it with flames from the tank. The inflamer slowly creep towards the pit, vanishes into the molten gold, thinking that the inflamer may have perished in the hot liquid. Don't they say that? They're like... Like, no, he's, he's, born, he's disintegrated in that. This is when Robert Bill does his star bright star. It sounds like Twinkle Twinkle Little Star or something. Or let star become white. Let become. Let flames become white. Let flames become star. So, it, so is it a is it a is it a spell? It almost is like a spell, isn't it? I'm not coming out of my dressing room unless you do my my theme song. The inflamer really needs a big production. <laughs> this is why he lives by himself. Drama, drama, tantrums and tiaras. The Thundercats decide to rescue Lionel themselves by following the signal emitted from the locator disc that Panthro had given Lionel earlier. The Thundertake burrows its way straight through the core of the volcano and retrieves Lionel. During this time, the Inflamer, with his powers replenished, surfaces from the molten gold and flies into the volcano. Despite being completely worn out from his time inside the volcano, Lionel's thoughts are still on fixing the Sword of Omens, which he left inside the core. As he wearily gets up to retrieve it, Inflamer appears in the volcano crater with the reforged Sword of Omens in hand. Instead of handing it to them, the Inflamer turns against the cats and begins bombarding them with giant fireballs so again with the dramatics in this episode lido he says give it to me mercenary because <laughs> he's like i guess he like used his big word because right before that they said he must have been i guess he works for the highest bidder kind of thing uh, okay like Lionel's like oh i heard the word mercenary give it to me mercenary the sword he is demanding the sword Oh, baby, bring it all to me. Upon Lionel's command, the sword blasts itself free from the Inflamer and flies into Lionel's hand. 
furious at losing the sword, the Inflamer enters the volcano and begins to blow it up. The Thundercats jump into the tank and speed off as the volcano erupts violently. Did he commit suicide? No, because he's part of the heat. Well, the heat. No, I don't know. No, I don't think so. Well, who knows? That was his dra dramatic exit. No, he thought he was going to kill them with the volca volcanic. I guess he'll maybe he'll reemerge and be like, nope, didn't work. They gone. <laughs> I just want to say, I didn't mention earlier, David, but Jaga, when he has his little pissy fit with, yeah, with Lionel, he disappears with star power is the only way to be able to get the sort of omens. The silver crystal power, the power of love and friendship, Sailor Moon. The meteor that Panthro and Tigra are extracting Bundrillium from is the one inquired in Lords of the Snow, making this episode a sort of sequel to it. Both episodes were penned by Bob Hamley. So maybe that has something to do with it. The Sword of Omens is broken for the first time in this episode. It won't be the last time. In this episode, we learn that Thundera had 12 seas when Tiger exclaims, By the 12 seas of Thundera! Upon seeing Lionel in the Midnight Woods. And Wily Kid and Wily Cat are both absent from this episode. Clearly punished staying in Cat's Lair. Or maybe they just got a new Xbox and they don't <laughs> and they only do is play Fortnite. That sounds about right. But do you think that sometimes they tell them that they have to stay home to watch Cat's Lair? Sometimes they all gotta go in the action. This seems like a time that I would have said come along because we hear that Lionel's riding up a volcano and he's lost his mind. I think, who do they decide to grab? Robert Bell. <laughs> I told you she was selling that pop paparazzi. They just so happened to find Chitara learning. Oh, she was at the Burble Village trying to find a way that she could, she could really forge this jewelry better. She's like, you know how to do this. Can you just show me? <laughs> I love this episode, David. And at the end, when our little wrap up, we do get that. Lionel says that he, you know, he shouldn't have attacked before realizing who it was. And this is, I'm sorry, the curse of Belzine. This is not Lionel. He did not do this on purpose. But, yeah. it mean, it, it teaches you that the sword cannot be used against a fellow Thundercat. My question is then, the, why did the sword just get out of his hand and go to the ground and get stuck in the ground because it wouldn't harm? Like, it didn't want to harm that oh, deer. instead of breaking? Well, I guess they, the sword realizes that he used it so he don't deserve it, so it just cracked itself. But you're right, it shouldn't even work against another. Like, it wouldn't work it against know. a... It knows a, everything. A, a innocent being, right? Yeah. It wouldn't kill, like, a unicorn or something. Yeah. And they do think Chiktara because Lionel picked her up and she's like put me down and they're like hail chitara worth her weight in gold <laughs> lionel put me down hail chitara worth her weight in gold what did this teach you it's good to hoard gold Yes, Especially it actually is. this time of year. Yes, honestly, with the economy, it's good to have gold on hand. It's never a wrong time to buy gold. I even love the way it smells. The only gold I have left, I can paint some stuff gold. That's it at this point. I'm like most Americans, don't have it. No, don't have the gold, but Chitara does. What a fantastic episode. This was all that glitters. It really, it was jam-packed. It was jam-packed. David, we can find you at... Universe Glitters 2020. Also known as Chitara's. Or hashtag hoarding gold. <laughs> hashtag Inflamers back, baby. He back got his new outfit. Back. All right. Okay. 
it's a universal appeal 2020 all one word for david and the radical retro rewind podcast all one word on all podcast platforms we got apple, Joe apple. spotify we got Joe spotify google, google youtube, YouTube. <laughs> friend face and Facebook. your friend's face no i'm just kidding thank you so much for listening we will be back of course with another episode bye Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.